We're back here on the big show, KTGR, KTGR.com, and the KTGR app with Andy, Brendan, and producer Chris. And we're joined now by the injury expert, Will Carroll, to talk all things uh, NFL injuries and also baseball offseason. You can find him on Twitter at Injury Expert and subscribe to his newsletter, underthenife.substack.com, and also go to fanbuzz.com to read his injury info. Uh, Will, we now know uh, the, the result of the Shohei Otani sweepstakes. And uh, the fact that it that it results in uh, the biggest contract we've ever seen, and of course, all that deferred money, it would seem too, uh, with with Shohei Otani uh, basically deciding that hey, I, I want to also give uh, the team, the Dodgers that I'm signing with, a chance to to still compete and and spend the way that they like to by not taking as much money every single year. I wonder how you see the the Otani deal developing and uh, and what it means going forward for the Dodgers. Well, it's an interesting deal in that it has a couple factors. The first is, you know, we've always heard Otani wants to win. Otani wants to win. He certainly hasn't won in Anaheim. Um, but this wasn't a Dodgers thing. But I think the Dodgers were more likely to be the one to say yes to this because, if you don't know, the Dodgers owners are in insurance and annuities. And this contract honestly looks more like an annuity than anything else. First, it reduces the, the bill. No, it's not going to go down to $2 million a year, even though that's what he's going to put in his pocket. Instead, it's going to be $46 million. Uh, yeah, there's a number of things going on here. And, and I won't bore people with financial details because they're boring. Uh, what this does is it avoids taxes to some extent, and the state of California is going to take a really hard look at this. Uh, the second is that it does open space under the luxury tax for them to go out and sign, you know, at least another pitcher. Uh, is it Yamamoto, who is uh, Otani's teammate and maybe the best pitcher they've ever sent over from Japan, uh, including Otani? Uh, but he's going to take another $300 million. Is he willing to defer a bunch of money? And if so, where does that put the Dodgers in the longer term? Look, the, the Dodgers' ownership, they're going to be just fine. <laughs> Todd Bowley alone has spent over a billion dollars in transfer fees, not to mention buying Chelsea FC. They brought in a couple new owners, uh, including a Swiss billionaire, Hans-Jörg Weiss. Uh, so, yeah, they're going to be just fine. The question is, are they going to be any good? And that was the big argument. Uh, you know, he, if he wants to win, he's going to a place where they don't have any pitching. You know, uh, Clayton Kershaw's out until at least the All-Star break, probably longer. And it's not a zero chance that we've seen the last of him. And that, that's kind of a sad way to go out. Uh, you know, they've got uh, Dustin May on the shelf. They've got uh, Tony Gonsolin on the shelf. Walker Bueller is just coming back for Tommy John. They've got a bunch of young kids. Uh, it's a bunch of sophomores. And that's not what you want. Uh, they're going to have to get at least two more pitchers, and we'll see whether they can stay under or at least close to the luxury tax because that gets pretty punitive. And obviously, of course, Will, Otani himself not able to pitch this coming season, so maybe not yeah, exactly. initially going to have those World Series aspirations. I'm sure they'll try. But in your mind, to do a contract of this caliber, what would you believe that the Dodgers would consider a success? Do you have to win multiple World Series championships while Otani is there? Or how do you view that one? 
Yeah, certainly that's the goal. Um, you know, I don't think they're going to lose money on this deal. They're going to be able to up their advertising. They're going to be able to keep that RSN deal. It's about the only lucrative one left and, and not associated with uh, the, the Diamond Sports Ballet's problems that uh, a number of other teams, including Cleveland and San Diego, who basically had to shut down their, their free agent spending because they don't know what they're going to get from their TV money. Uh, the Padres have a lot of situations losing their owner. Now it goes to a family trust that has over 50 members and Major League Baseball doesn't like that sort of thing. But, uh, you know, the Giants have done nothing. The the Padres are unloaded Soto and aren't going to bring a whole lot of people in, lose Snell, lose Hayter. Uh, we'll see where Hayter lands. That one's going to be probably the next interesting one. Uh, Jordan Hicks is another one who might end up uh, signing quickly. Uh, I've heard a number of rumors, including Texas for him. And I'm curious how Cardinals fans will take that. But, uh, yeah, I think, you know, you want to win. But at the end of the day, this is also, remember, the, for the owners, this is a business. They want to win as well, but I don't see them losing money. And if they can win, uh, I'll be very curious. The, the other interesting part here is <clears throat> how does it affect them going forward? Because this is now a effectively for them a 20-year contract. Uh, we've seen deferred uh, contracts before Bobby Bonilla, the famous one, Albert Pujols still has a contract with the angels where he's getting about 5 million a year. So these are unusual, but this one is obviously a little more extreme. For sure. Uh, Will Carroll, the injury expert with us here on the big show, KTGR and KTGR.com. All right, enough about Otani. Let's talk about the deal that we actually do care about from the winter meetings. That's Tyler O'Neill getting dealt away by the St. Louis Cardinals. I say a little bit uh, tongue-in-cheek. But the Cardinals had indicated all week long last week during the meetings that uh, this was a very real possibility. And they end up getting uh, uh, possibly some bullpen help for, for the coming future. I wonder what you thought about that deal for the Cardinals that we that we kind of saw coming based off of what John Mosellock was saying. <laughs> They like it all, but put a, a, a for sale sign and stake it in O'Neill. Uh, he wasn't going to get a ton back. He got a couple of live bodies. Uh, yeah, they could help, and they've lost a couple guys, including Hicks. It uh, doesn't look like he's uh, going to be brought back. And it, I'm still curious about Hicks. You know, so good, so talented, couldn't stay healthy, but he could still be very, very useful to a team. So I wonder why they gave up on him so quickly. I do think there's some monetary limits that uh, Mosellock's working under. So, yeah, I think they need to get rid of more of these pieces and parts. Yeah, uh, Every time I come on this show, I talk about how these pieces and parts that they have are good, not great. They need to package two or three of them up, either get prospects back, get you know, a live arm back, get a problem guy back, find somebody who you can fix. Uh, this isn't something the Cardinals have done in a while. I'm sure there's a couple young guys coming, but they've got some pitching. Is there a trade out there? Uh, it looks like they've gotten out bid for Tyler Glasnow, who a lot of people uh, liked. Do they want to spend 20-something million for a, a, a return of Jordan Montgomery? Uh, I still think they need one more good pitcher, and they need to put put one more potentially really good player on that field with the Goldschmidt and Arenado kind of winding down uh, on their time in St. Louis as well. 
Yeah, a lot to think about. We'll see what uh, the Cardinals come up with for the rest of this offseason. Will Carroll, the injury expert here on the big show, KTGR. Let's transition over to uh, the NFL and injuries that we're seeing across the league. Uh, for the Chiefs, they missed Isaiah Pacheco this this past week. Clyde Edwards-Alaire did okay in his stead, but it's clear that you mm-hmm. know you, you want to see Pacheco out there with his running ability and and the way that he's been able to, to do that this year. But with his shoulder injury that he wasn't able to practice with uh, all week long, last week uh, i guess we'll find out how he's going to be used uh, in practice this week but what's kind of your inkling on how pacheco is doing at this point yeah i'll be i'll be very curious to see whether he's back at practice if he's not back in practice on by wednesday uh consider that a very negative sign they just couldn't get him comfortable and you can't go out there uh, and re-injure that thing uh you know he runs angry uh he hits a lot of people uh, he's he's getting better at the blocking game, uh, and it's largely because people don't want to get hit by him because he does it so hard, even if it's not always uh, the best route to the guys. So getting him back is key. He He's become their number one, their clear number one, great find in the draft. Uh, and we saw that the Chiefs are beatable. Um, you know, when, when they make mistakes, when the other team doesn't, they're beatable. I mean, the Kadarius-Tony play – that was one of the most beautiful plays I've ever seen. And I hate that, you know, something dumb like the lack of discipline that Tony had on that play. Uh, but the penalties, this is this is the least Andy Reid team I've ever seen Andy Reid coach. So getting Pacheco back allows them to run the ball more, to have a credible threat on play action uh, that makes the linebackers respect it. Uh, and that opens up Patrick Mahomes. And, Will, if we had told you back in August that, hey, the Chiefs are going to have a little bit of a down year by their standard, we might have said, hey, good news for the Chargers. Well, that's not really the way things have gone. And now they're without Justin Herbert due to a fractured finger. What do you know about this situation, which seemingly will end his season? Yeah, it's going to. He had surgery today, a simple fracture, but it moved the bone. So they had to pin it back in place, make sure it heals up. That's just not going to happen by the end of the season. And frankly, the Chargers season is over. So now we get Elliot Stick, which sounds like one of those players that Madden's creates for you. Um, we'll see. But Brandon Staley's seat is very, very hot. And that's going to be a job people want. You know, you've got a quarterback established. You've got some talent there. Uh, you've got the ability to build. Uh, and, and frankly, Los Angeles isn't a bad place to live. So all those things, I think that's going to be the job that people really, really want uh, and fight for uh, when when the season's over and Brandon Staley's uh, a coordinator again. Will Carroll, the injury expert, with us here on the big show KTGR and KTGR.com. And, of course, that, uh, Justin Herbert, joining a, a growing list of quarterbacks that's missing significant time yeah. this year and all of the backups that we have seen. And I suppose, uh, of course, this would be the year that, you know, late 30s Joe Flacco all of a sudden goes out there off the couch and starts throwing 300 yards. I mean, yeah. is this uh, – how do you kind of see that all of a sudden with, with how Flacco was able to jump right right in and almost uh, they signed him to the practice squad like only two or three weeks ago and now he's out here doing what he's doing yeah once you know the offense and he he had familiarity with the offense if not the the language of it um once you have that you're fine um you know we saw with josh dobbs same sort of thing he understood the offense uh you know with the the speaker they could give him the verbiage that he needed to call the play and explain to him what he was actually supposed to do. Uh, there is a basic level of talent that you have to have at any position in the NFL. And if you have it, you can play. 
Um, are you going to be any good? No, there's a reason we have a depth chart. There's a, you know, the whole next man up drives me nuts because you're saying next man up is as good. No, seldom. Um, what's going to be interesting to me is that seeing that older guys like Joe Flacco can still go, uh, and as many injuries as we've seen this year, I think the key case is going to be what are the Colts do with Gardner Minshew? Is there going to be a team out there that sees Minshew as, hey, he can go out there and be a credible mid-level starter who could bring my team over, especially if we're bringing in a guy like, say, Caleb Williams, you know, one of these quarterbacks that isn't ready day one. If you can have, functionally, a bridge quarterback at a low salary, that's great. But on the other hand, how many teams found themselves in need of a good quarterback at number two this year and just didn't have it? I think we're going to see a lot more focus on that number two position. I've heard GM say, you know what, uh, if I lose Tom Brady, we're screwed anyway. If we lose Aaron Rodgers, we're screwed anyway. True, but, you know, I think if you can upgrade that position at a reasonable price um, or even an unreasonable price in, in these days, that uh, that's going to be one of the key advantages some teams can have. Very interesting stuff going forward uh, with how this year has kind of changed the thinking a little bit. Will Carroll, the injury expert here on the big show, KTGR. What's new at Under the Knife and Fan Buzz these days? Wow. Would you believe I was talking about Otani? Uh, <laughs> no <laughs> Obviously, we're taking a look at him, the injury. We still don't know what the surgery is. And I, I, Down at the winter meetings last week, uh, I was talking to a lot of people, and they weren't telling teams what it was. They were relying basically on Neil Elitrash, who did the surgery. Oddly enough, he's the doctor for the Dodgers. Uh, but the Dodgers didn't have an advantage there. Uh, patient privacy requires that he not tell them the full details until after. So had a team put together a deal, they would have gotten the same information. So one of these days, it'll leak what it is, but I'm not sure it's going to leak with Otani. He's got such a small circle that I think it's going to be, we find out that that uh, Dr. Elitrash has done this on somebody else, and we look back and go, oh, that's what Otani has. Mm, yeah, so uh, go and check that out uh, at underthenife.substack.com uh, for all of Will Carroll's uh, insights on the baseball offseason and once you get to the season, injuries and the like. And uh, go to fanbuzz.com for his writing on uh, football injuries all season long. Thanks, Will, for coming on to the big show, KTGR, today. Hope all is well. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, all, boys.